Chew it up. Welcome to Beer Can Radio. I'm your host, Jim. I'm Johnny. Hey, I'm Wayne. They call me Boudreaux. What's going on, Boudreaux? Oh, I'm so excited to be here today with uh, Johnny by you and Captain Jim. I'm going to tell tell y'all a joke after a while. So I know. Uh, Can I tell the joke now? Go ahead. Okay. This is what happened down the bayou. Uh, Boudreaux got his wife's name is Clotique. And then I could talk. I hear some music in the background. I can still tell my joke. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're waiting. Oh, well, well, Boudreaux live on this side of Bayou, and Clarence live on the other side of Bayou. And Clarence, every time Boudreaux's wife, Clotique, was outside, he would make sexual remarks to her across the bayou all the time, man. And I don't even want to go in on the sexual remarks. And she would get upset and tell Boudreaux when he comes home. And Boudreaux said, if they ever build a bridge from here over there, I'm going to go kick Boudreaux's ass. Okay? About two or three years later, they build a bridge. And his wife, Clotilde, says, Boudreaux, the bridge is built. You're going to go kick his ass now, right? Boudreaux said, yeah, I promise you that. Clotilde, I'm on the way. He goes up, half the way to the top of the bridge, and Boudreaux comes right back down. And his wife, Clotilde, says, what's going on? He goes, oh, that I didn't know when I got to the top of the bridge, Clarence is 13 foot 6 inches. He just too big. He didn't look that big across the bayou. <laughs> I mean, Boudreaux thought he was driving an 18-wheeler, man. 13 foot, 6 inches. That was Clarence right there. He got scared. So, yeah. uh, pre-production on this show, in the past, Wayne has broke his, uh, head, a set of headsets, and he asked if he had the headsets today. Yeah. They made me do with the broken ones for three or four times. Make yeah. you learn your lesson. He had to hold one ear against his ear because <laughs> he's broken <laughs> off the headset. So he goes, well, at least I don't have to pay for it this time. I said, you didn't pay for them last time. I did. <laughs> yeah, maybe the sponsors did, but it's hard to hold a beer and drink a beer and hold the the, 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 the little, uh, what do you call this in the muffin deal? What do you call that? Your earphone. Earphone, earphone in your ear. Oh, he's talking about that Clarence, six foot, uh, 13 foot six. Right. One time when me and my wife were just dating, we were at a bar, not going to name it. And uh, we were in there playing pool. Man, sorry, guys. This background music's a little loud here. I can't control that. But anyways, Johnny, sorry. Yeah. And we're playing pool, and I decided to go to the bar and get us a beer. Well... I'm standing in line. I get up to the bar. I order my beer. I grab my beer, and I turn around, and I think I stuck my nose in this guy's belly button. I'm not quite sure. Because I turned around with two beers in my hand and bumped into him, and I looked up, and I looked up, and I looked up. I just looked at him. I go, Hi, my name's Johnny. I want to be your friend. I want to buy you a beard. He started laughing. He goes, no, that's okay. It's, thank you very much, though. And I go, damn, how tall are you? And he goes, ah, not that tall. I go, how tall is not tall? He goes, 
seven foot two and he was wearing a cowboy hat, so he looked like freaking eight foot tall. <laughs> and I'm looking up at him going, Wow. <laughs> Man, I wanna buy you a beer, wanna be your friend. <laughs> was his name Clarence? No. Clarence? No. No. But that was that was one large guy. Wow. It's like a time I was coming home from uh New Orleans, and I'm sitting in the airport. I'm sitting in the waiting room, sitting in my chair, reading my book, and this guy comes over and sits down next to me, and it looked like he was still standing up. And I got to talking to him. I go, damn, you a ball player? He goes, no, just because I'm tall don't mean I'm coordinated. I'm going, okay, I can can deal with that. I go, well, how tall are you? And I got the same answer, not that tall. I go, well, how tall is not too tall? He was like six eight. Oh which, Lord. Yeah. So I'm going like, well, that's still pretty tall. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Well, we're going down the aisle, getting on the airplane, and I happen to be right behind him. Right. And you know he's got to duck down going down that aisle in, yeah. in, in uh, that aisle in the airplane. And there's that little exit sign that sticks down about four inches from the ceiling. Right. And he had his head down, and he's going down that aisle, and all of a sudden he headbutts that sign, and it drops it to him, drops him to his knees, and I'm right behind him, falling over in the chair, laughing. He's looking at back at me and going, "That's not funny." And I go, "Yes, it is, because that shit'll never happen to me." <laughs> hey, at least the oxygen mask didn't come down. <laughs> yeah, I would have said, "Yeah, that's funny," because that shit's never gonna happen to me. Oh, uh, that's funny. So, uh, as you guys know, uh, Johnny and I and Wayne always hang out here at Spring Tavern. That's where we're recording that right now. And just during our everyday conversations, you guys know this by now, I always jot stuff down mm-hmm. to talk about. So, I'm going through it right now, and I'm just looking about it. And I'm seeing notes I took, but I don't go into very much explanation on them. I wrote one of them down about Wayne smoking Pepto-Bismol. What? You were drunk when you said it. You supposed to be. You said I was taking Pepto Bismol, but you said y'all was smoking it. Yeah, I, I said it backwards. Shit's hard to keep lit. I was trying. Right? I was drinking. I was drinking uh, Pepto Bismol. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it uh, set your stomach. And, but I called it smoking, bro. Smoking Pepto Bismol. Y'all don't try it out there because that's not healthy. Yeah, no kidding. Johnny, go through a couple of these you can talk about. <coughs> oh, While Johnny's looking at something, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all a story. Here's what I got. I was down in Galveston, Texas at uh, my wife and I's condo. And we was going out with some friends to eat supper one night. and she, we, It was hot and we was wearing shorts. And they from Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay. And I forgot to bring a pair of underwears, right? Because you know old people, when they go to the bathroom next day. How long were you down there at Galveston for? Huh? How long were you down there for your trip at Galveston? For the weekend? For, for a week? The week well, for the weekend. And I didn't go to the store and buy none. Cause and I, you didn't bring none? I forgot. Then, when it's time to go to supper that night, I said, oh, honey. I said, you know when old people go to the restroom... They come back, they always got a little 50 cents piece spot like they didn't shake good enough, right? Not most people, no. That's just you that I know. That's of. me then. <laughs> so 
my theory was I didn't have nothing but a golf sock. So I put a golf sock in there and then put my shorts on. We walked down uh, the complex to go see the friends and all and make sure we got everything right. So I said, well, I'm going to run back to the house, get a beer and, 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 and use the bathroom. And I didn't notice that my, my golf sock come loose and fell out my shorts. Yeah, that's built for a driver, not a short iron. Man, it's like, wow. <laughs> and they come out, wait on me, and they go, where did this sock come from? And Tina, my wife, reached down there with two fingers and picks it up. She goes, they said, man, don't even touch that. You don't know where it come from. She goes, I know exactly where it come from. <laughs> so we had to tell them the story. I wasn't doing duct tape. I wasn't. I didn't have no ropes. So anyhow. Okay, so now that we're telling the truth, tell as the you truth. say, your wife told me slightly different versions of the well, story. Uh, uh, she don't remember. She was right. <laughs> she told me a slightly version. Can I say it? Go ahead, man. Shoot it up. Well, you asked, asked her to borrow a pair of her panties to wear out. That is the truth. I wanted cotton panties. Because that's embarrassing when you come back from the bathroom as an old man and you got dribbles, marks, and fit. I mean, it's like. Oh, man, everybody well, that's just That's just like in the old days, man. My grandpa used to tell me about grandma used to make her panties out of flower sack. Because they used to have the floor prints on them and all that stuff. Right, right. They reused that shit. And he goes, yeah, all their farts smell like dumplings. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at least it wasn't burlap. <laughs> okay, so you were talking about uh, benefits. Okay. There was a benefit up here the other day. I'm not mentioning any names. Oh, Lord, that's why I didn't spend no money. I was approached, and I was given a sob story. Hey, our house just recently burnt down. You know, we're going to have a... Uh, benefit. There's a, there's a be- we want a benefit. There's a GoFundMe. And they know I do some auctioneering, and I support the community as well as Johnny and as well as you do, Wayne. Jim, right. that's a damn good auctioneer. We all do. So I, I usually auctioneer, and I raffle off a bunch of stuff, you know. And I'm just a hype man trying to get more money for the benefit. You guys know this. Absolutely. So they approached me, and I said, okay, I'll do it. And I gave them a list of things that, you know, I suggest they buy, like paper plates for the bidding numbers and little paddles so they can hold them up. Somebody to sell raffle tickets, this, that, and the other. She said, okay, fine, we'll have it. And then I'm sitting there hanging out with my friend Doug, and he shows me a flyer that they just posted that day. On Facebook. On Facebook about this benefit. Well, the story I saw, the flyer I saw, was for their residence. Their residence. Well, all of a sudden, it became their lake house up on Lake Livingston or wherever it was. I'm assuming Lake Livingston. But it's for their, their vacation home. Yeah, it's not their primary residence. I am not going to waste house. my time, my money, my resources, <laughs> and embarrass myself and put my name on something like that for a primary residence with my money and time can go better off served for somebody in dire straits. Hey, when you got little kids dying of cancer, you got people about dying of cancer, you need the real benefits. That's what we do around here. Yeah, if, well, if your only house burned down, yeah. We'll do a benefit. Okay. If, you're, I, if your vacation house burned down, no, that's on you if you don't have insurance. <laughs> and, and with that being said, uh, I don't know if you've heard this yet. Uh, B, his next door neighbor was up at the Cynthia Woods, Cynthia Woods and Mitchell Pavilion. Yes, right. And 
they went down to go get some beers and come back. Well, there was a fight happening down there by the beer stand. This guy was innocent, his neighbor. He just walked down there, got sucker punched. He flew backwards, hit his head on the concrete. Now he's a quadriplegic. Wow. So we're going to be doing a benefit up here on the 2nd, I believe. December 2nd. For uh, for this for this guy, I don't know his name yet. B asked me to do it. B is a, uh, a really good friend of yeah. mine. Right. Well, so I you to do it. I, hell, I'll help. I instantly said yes. So we're going to be doing a benefit up there, up here at the Spring Tavern at twenty four four hundred one Aldine Westfield, for this gentleman. Sorry, I don't have more details, but it's going to be on Saturday, I or the second December second. I'm sure it's going to be starting off at noon till whenever, and there will be lots of. Uh, uh, Live auction stuff, lots of silent auction stuff. Yeah, live will come up here things. and meet me and Jim, and we'll probably have some beer can radio shirts and koozies on hand. Oh, we do. Boudreaux, whoa, whoa, what, you know, you might come up here and meet me and Jim. What about Boudreaux? We, Y'all we don't don't push Boudreaux. Boudreaux been doing this shit for about three months. We've been doing it for five years. Okay, Boudreaux. It's longer than three months, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull up the beer can radio on my phone right I now. I, could, I knew I could wind him up on that one, yes, man. Yes, <laughs> I don't even know where the acclements at. Applements? Applements, whatever you call it. I'll pull up a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rudy Vaselino. <laughs> Rudy Vaselino. Let's, let's come from your wife's panties. That's what it looked like. Rudy Vaselino. <laughs> That's what they used to call me back in the old days. Rudolph Vaselino. So Johnny and I were up That's here talking. Rudolph, Rudolph Valentino. I knew I messed his name up for years, man. And I'm glad he's dead now because he'd be like old Clarence. He'd be coming looking for me. <laughs> so Johnny and I were talking one day about you, Wayne. Go figure. No, and you, really? you know the saying, way, no way? Well, that's from that uh, YouTube channel. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, we, we came up with Wayne, no Wayne. No Wayne. No, no Wayne. Wayne. No hey, Wayne. To the listeners out there, well, imagine that. Now, you were talking the other day, Jim, about that new Budweiser commercial they came out with that showed the whole train of the production from I grow the grain, I grow the hops, I grow this, I grow that. And they did the whole commercial all the way down to we drink the beer. We serve you know, the beer, yeah. Yeah, we serve the beer. We drink the beer. And I go, yeah, well, that's cool. But they need to bring back the frogs. Yes, the Budweiser frogs. The Bud Budweiser. Weiser. Yeah, Budweiser. But now but- it could be transgender. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring up to uh, LGBTQ plus, whatever. The gay alphabet. Hey, exactly. Uh, I, I reject your reality and substitute it with my own. The ABC gays. Hey, uh, Johnny Bayou. What? What happened to them little ponies that used to pull the Budweiser wagon? Not the ponies, the... Uh, that was Clydesdales. They yeah, weren't ponies, and yeah. they weren't little. <laughs> well, I got confused because I was drunk one night, and I fell down, and they looked little. Well, I tell you what. I mean, granted, Budweiser used to make some commercials that would pull at your heartstrings with the with the Clydesdales kneeling down in the shadow with the Twin Towers. Oh, yeah. Shack. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, they made some heart-wrenching commercials that were absolutely patriotic and great. But now they're trying to recover from that... Delaney or whatever, Megan Delaney, whatever the kid's name was. Yeah, I know, but I'm not in their defense because you drink Bud Light. I I still drink their beer, you know. They didn't didn't, 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 didn't change the recipe. 
Well, but that wasn't Bud Light's doing. They did that. One of the ad execs gave, oh, we get it. gave that whatever it is. But it takes one person representing your company right. to screw it up. But they gave it to him with his face on the can. And then they ain't no she, longer there. She, he, or it put it on the Internet. Budweiser didn't put it on the Internet. They never advertised it. They gave it to her to a, for a commemorative can. And she put it on the Internet, and that's when it blew up. Right. Uh, she, he, whatever it is. <laughs> but, yeah, that's when it blew up. Budweiser never did that to themselves. They, well, <laughs> in a way, yes, but they never advertised well, that. Well, they promoted the wrong HR person. Correct. Yes. Uh, Big Jim, Captain. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give some uh some clarification, a clarity or whatever on this LGBTQ plus IA whatever. No, here it is. The L stands for liberty. The G stands for guns. The B stands for beer, and the T stands for tennis. LGBT. That's the only thing I can come out with. He's Shut reading up, the flag over there. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I was <laughs> He's reading the flag hanging on the wall. No, he's looking at the pictures on the flag on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well, okay. Mama said. Mama, Mama says. Mama says. <laughs> Mama, Johnny, y'all know, hey, we bought this right here. I mean, I won't sound like Boudreaux Smart, and you tell everybody I got cheat cards. No. Yeah. But I agree. You were looking at the pictures. I mean, there's a picture of a big well booby over there. If you've seen one booby, you want to see them all. That's oh, yeah, the, the problem with boobies. <laughs> that's the problem with boobies. I suffer from that. Boob yeah. affliction. Yeah. If you've seen one, you want to see them all. I agree with Johnny Bayou. One, we got to compare. Exactly. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Beer Can Radio. Thank you guys for listening, and we will have another episode coming up shortly. Thank you all for listening. I'm your host, Jim, and thank you for listening to Beer Can Radio.